Hello and welcome to the Tech Lunch Podcast, where we encourage our listeners to learn something new about tech every week. This can range from learning about new and exciting applications to the advancements in coding and technology. If you are always learning, you will always be a step above the rest. Take the time during lunch or during a break to listen and learn, kind of like a lunch and learn, but for the years. This podcast will open the listeners' ears to new and exciting technologies they may have not been purviewed to in the past. These topics will range from manufacturing technologies to data collection technologies and everything in between. Hello, I'm Nick. Hey, I'm John. Hello, I'm Ed. And, you know, this week, as you heard, we got Ed back with us. You know, he's done off gallivanting through, you know, the great states and... (laughs) You know, he probably playing with himself. Um, so, <laughs> but, you know, before we get to today's topic, you missed last week's episode where we talked about New Year, new tech resolutions like we did about a year or so ago mm-hmm. this time. So, we'll ask you the same question. What is your, your uh, New Year tech resolution? Uh, I have a few, but we'll just start with one that I've... Um, started, I guess, I don't know, six, seven months ago, finally got around to actually get to it this year, so I started to do uh, more uh, 3D printing, uh, got the printer set up as uh, much as I knew how, and struggled through some things, but I was able to print some stuff, so uh, my resolution is I want to uh, become better at um, making my own designs. I also want to finish the uh, 3D printer challenge and uh, print off some uh, some unique stuff. Okay. Well, see, and that's and that's um, that's something we kind of both had 3D printing with ours too, because we we were, you know, this year kind of learning about a lot of it and got to a point where now we want to use it to the next take the next step. But uh, um, I'm happy you're finally printing. Uh, That's true. Your printer is too. Been a long time coming. Yeah, I got right. lonely in the right. corner. Yeah, uh, I'm not gonna lie. They're but pretty, pretty, uh, pretty impressed with some of the results. So yeah, they look good. But yeah. I have to say this, you know, I did do my due diligence. I did do research. I did watch a lot of YouTube. So uh, yeah, still, still not there. You know, I, I still want to be uh, better, and I want to use a more scientific approach. Mm-hmm. So I actually want to um, do analysis of why prints fail and why prints succeed. And I think from that I can make a cookbook or I can make a best practice that I can go by. So, you know, I think you, you can make, just like you make recipes in uh, batch processing, mm-hmm. yeah. I think you can do the same thing with 3D printing. You just have to pay attention to what it's doing and um, listen at what the 3D printer is telling you. And, you know, the funny part is that kind of leads us into... This week's um, uh, topic or rabbit hole or however you want to look at, it. you know, it's it's you know getting into that, getting into your um, uh, the you know the beginning three D printing, mm-hmm. you know, adventure. I guess you could say, you know, we've talked about a lot of our you know adventure into this, you know, uh, you know thing, but you know, pretty much the 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 beginning steps from from somebody who is a beginner. You know, the, the, through the eyes of a beginner, it's you know that's kind of what we want to talk about this week, and because we've all been through different routes to get to yeah. to where we're at. You know, some of it was out of necessity, while yeah. some was out of just pure fun. Uh, I, I want to say I wouldn't say stupidity, but you know, sometimes mm-hmm. curiosity is is why my printer is broken. <laughs> Wonder if yeah. I can make this better. Yeah. So, but well, yeah, you can't always take it apart the yeah. oven and put it back together again. Well, that's one of the things that I like. I said for me because I, I I took or I'm taking a more methodical approach um, because you know, like Nick said, I am new or relatively new to 3D printing. I mean, I I uh, learned about 3D printing through through uh, both guys. You mm-hmm. know, and learned a lot from those guys. So I watched, I listened. And was your first I, time really executing prints at the, on, on the printer itself? Yeah. But I had to build up confidence to do that. Yeah, you know, it was yeah, first, yeah. you know, I printed the block, you know, where I just saw, you know, what the thickness was and mm-hmm. try to get that where it was yeah. a, a, about 
Yeah, calibrating the bed to where it was about um, the same thickness. Mm -hmm. Okay, and it's it's almost there. It's still off. So like I said, that I'm still learning. So yeah. I can still see a difference in that first layer. Yeah. Curiosity you know, is 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 you the know. you know master of all dimension. Yeah. So let me let me present it to you like this then. So you you your first your first prints. Um, just first impression. Um, do you think, or do you think that you will continue this printer as is? You're gonna put modifications on it. You're gonna. I know you mentioned building your own, but are you planning on making any changes to this to try to? I don't know. Make a put some bells and whistles. Make it fancy on there. I don't think so. I think I'm gonna keep this one stock. Because okay. if I can learn how to print on a stock printer, then I know what to do when I build the next printer. And that's so a that, stock Ender 3 Pro, right? Yeah, yeah, stock Ender 3 Pro. So the mm -hmm. ideal is to learn how to master the stock Ender 3 Pro. Just like when a carpenter doesn't have a, a bevel saw, he only has a circular saw, he has to learn how to use that circular saw. But once he learns how to use that circular saw, mm -hmm. once he gets the bevel or compound miter saw, he better understands how to use that too. Yeah. So for me... The whole journey for me was I want to master this and push this printer as far as it can go with standard, no modifications, the, the same slicer. Yeah. And then I can say, oh, okay, well, this is the limitation of this printer. Now I'll start to build a printer like I want it, and it won't be an Ender. It may be some Ender components, but it'll be my printer. So my goal is to build my own 3D printer. You know, not that I'm trying to market it or sell a 3D printer, but I think if I can build a 3D printer from learning from um, using the standard or the Pro, the yeah. Ender 3 Pro, yeah. I think that's going to better help me to build a printer that I want. Now, of course, that's just the project. I mean, yeah. ultimately, I'm mm -hmm. going... I'm, I'm probably going with a bamboo. Okay. I mean, I, I know everybody else is on other stuff. Well, you know, so. it, you were talking earlier about wanting to get another Ender. You know, is that one you're gonna gonna dink with and maybe change some firmware around and, <laughs> no, and plan the phone world of firmware? Well I, well, I don't know. I may change the uh, maybe the firmware and the slicer may be different on that one, but that's probably all. I'll what about about. I What about adding a a bed level, a bed probe? Nah, I think I'll leave it. save yourself some time and energy. Uh, yeah. It's, no, it's... because I've learned something. I've leveled that bed once, and uh, other than I haven't got that first block print that you gave me yeah. for checking the bed, it's only one corner that I got a problem with. Okay. And, See, now, I, and I've printed on that for now two weeks. Okay. And now if you had a clipper and a bed probe, he'd be able to be able to tell him how many, how many turns he has to take. Yeah, it, it, it tells me everything within or, know, there's so an or. decimal points. There's an or. Yeah. I can build my own sensor. Yeah. I can put my own. Now, I didn't say I wouldn't put external stuff on it. Yeah, I'm just not going to modify that. I have an I have a uh, induction induction probe on my on my boron. Yeah. So what I mean by that, I may I may or may not be making some APIs with Python that may or may not be interfacing with something that interfaces with the Ender. You might and need memory for that. that no, nah, you won't because it's so external. So it's going to act as a node in your in your whole right. system. And right? I can grab, basically I'm, I'm going to make a, a, a dashboard. I, mean, I, don't, I don't want, for me, maybe the only thing that I am thinking about doing is, is adding a, uh external storage. What about going to, like, Octoprint? Octoprint doesn't do any of the firmware. It just kind of monitors your printer. Uh, I may do something with with Raspberry, but it won't be Octo. Because, I I mean, they still even though they got 100000 that's supposed to come out, well, I, think, so I you, don't justify the price of paying for that when I can use... Well, you can, other things. You can use his orange pie. He's got well, his, I mean, old PC. So yeah, first off, orange pie is is an equivalent that I've been using for my three D printers, and I'm actually going to use for my boron, and it's mm -hmm. and it's pretty. It it, it can it's pretty install. Robust. Yeah, it's it'll yeah. do. Now, granted, when it comes in, it is not. It is a Android image. It is on hilarious. A, yeah. it, it is weird. It is hilariously bad. Um, but what you get, <laughs> it, it lets you image whatever device or whatever. Uh, you know, mm -hmm. um, you have on file repository you have, but the whole thing like about the the mods, I think that you have a good idea about trying to keep the the, the Ender itself as a single like 
unit, and when you start adding Octoprint, you're you're not necessarily pulling all of the the processes off of there, mm-hmm. uh, but it gets dangerously close to being to pulling the processes away from the motherboard that you're trying to test the limitations on. Mm-hmm. So I think unless you're not worried about the motherboard, I probably would steer away from it. But if you're gonna go further into the future. I think you're. There is no way that you're going to get away from any t- another type of computer mm-hmm. uh, controlling your geometric code or your Python scripting and things like that. They're most likely going to need some type of other CPU because mm-hmm. that mother, you you know, get this price down to get the printers that cheap. They had to cut some corners. Yeah, and a lot of that is CPU power. Yeah. Well, well, I'll, I'll say this. So when when I when I say that, and the and the plastic extruder and the springs, I've, <laughs> I've got Pico. Cheap, cheap. So I've got, you know, the. Uh, you mean you can make your your right? You can make, make it Wi-Fi. Work. You can yeah. make it work. Yeah. I, I do have the W. Yeah, you, I mean, you, make, you can make a Wi-Fi now. Technically, I, mean, I, I, I do have the two new ones, and I got those for like right at about five bucks a piece. Yeah, you can make so, a Wi-Fi. So for 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 me. I, when I say external storage, so basically I'm gonna make a server that can take the place of the micro SD. That is the okay. only thing I will probably modify. The database. I'm, I'm gonna get away from the micro SD. That's the only thing I don't like. Yeah, makes I sense. don't like putting it on a micro SD and the, back and yeah, when I can just have some kind of external storage that mm-hmm. I can figure out a way to have access to and it recognizes it. So that. That would probably be the one thing that I will modify. Mm-hmm. But as far as like adding, well, I'm lying. I'm going to modify something else too. What's that? The high end probably will change a little bit. Oh, yeah. You, in order you want to all deal, metal? Yeah, you need all metal. But I've got, as far as gears and stuff, that's all metal. But that's not the part I'm talking about. I'm talking about the, uh, the heat break itself. The heat break and the actual knowledge. Yeah, that's that you have to replace the all yeah, metal. I'll, I'll, probably go, I'll probably go with a better version of that. Um, and that's that's just to me that's like uh, disposable things. Yeah, yeah. So it's I don't I don't see that as really modifying anything, mm-hmm. but as far as like modifying the board or um, adding a you know adding uh, which I am curious about the Octopi, but for other projects, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. not necessarily for that application. So. Um, but for me, I want to learn how to use th- to bake a good pie. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not not talking about a dessert pie. We talking about a pie <laughs> to bake a pie. That's done by hand. A machine is not needing that dough. Yeah, a person's hand is getting in there and do that. So I think it's the same way for me. It's the best way for me to learn. And if I can learn that it, I think I can become. I, I can become better at 3D printing. I can recognize problems readily and, and fix the problems because I'm gonna have problems. Oh yeah, but, you're gonna I mean, start seeing. You're gonna yeah, start. It's gonna be problems. Yeah. yeah, I already know that, that the problems coming. If so, you look at the forums, you'll start seeing yeah. like everybody else's problems look similar to yeah. yours too. Um, but I give I propose another question, and this is not even just for Ed; it's for all of us because I think you can answer it too, Nick. Um, going looking back at at your first printer, and and I know t- technically the Ender Five wasn't your first printer, but like we'll count. We're gonna talk about it like it it, it is. W- would you have picked the same printer, knowing what you know now? Do you think that your results would have been the same? Do you, are you happy with your results? Uh, do you regret it in any way or anything like that? Or you know what printer would you have gone with if you had to choose a different one? I mean, if you asking me, I, I'm I'm bamboo all the way. Uh, so you, yeah, no, because the bamboo the bamboo was <laughs> simplicity, dear Watson, simplicity. Uh, the first time we started talking to you about printing, the bamboo wasn't around, so yeah, that one wasn't there. But yeah, I understand. I yeah, mean, that's really good. I Light think on. it has potential. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, we we know that there will be problems. We know there are going to be bugs. Mm-hmm. We know there are going to be things you're going to be like, well, that didn't turn out how I thought it would. Yeah, and but I want to play with that LiDAR stuff, too. That LiDAR stuff on a printer would be freaking awesome. Potential-wise. Yeah. yeah. The potential's there. You know, it, it could be a game-changer if you're doing things where you want to do multicolor prints. Yeah. Yeah, it's... It the re- thing is, you can network them together and add more than yeah. one bank of color, yeah. too, yeah. So, which is nice. I mean, so that, that to me, that that's... Uh, my mind is thinking, like, hey, what if I want to do, you know, the Incredible Hulk? He got purple pants, but he's green. Yeah. Okay, well, I want the pants to be purple. purple. You know, I want him to be green. Yeah. So I mean, think things like that is what 
I would be curious yeah. about. And that's probably going to be. I'm Print saying accuracy it, is another thing, yeah. I'm, I'm saying it like casually. Yeah. That's going to be freaking hard. Yeah, it's not like it's yeah the 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 multiple material units are not the easiest thing in the world. We're probably going to end up trying to build one with the Voron, but yeah. it's it's something Fair that's enough. like it's a great idea. You can do it by hand, but like getting it done manual or automatic with a mach- with one of the machines that plug in so much so much easier. And the bamboo has makes plugging plug and play. It takes it for, from Prusa to a new level yeah. to plug and play. So it's it's it's. I don't think that it's going to disappear for a long time. It's probably yeah. going to become one of the standards. I, I think what's going to happen with the bamboo, it's going to push. I, I say Prusa because I think that the guy that started Prusa is a innovator. I think it's going to push him to make even better products. They've already started a concept, too, yeah. that uses this same mm-hmm concept and, yeah. and he I think he will probably be able to come in at a lower cost point mm-hmm. and it's probably going to be just as, as good yeah. as the other yeah you start doing like form labs and stuff like yeah. that and you start getting to the the, oh, the, the resin version of, of the of, of that printer too so yeah, yeah. now we're thing. making shoes for Adidas yeah <laughs> exactly yeah the, 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 the contract has been done and the souls are 3D printed and they will be sold Oh, they're the forty four, yeah, they're already online. Yeah, they're already on the market. I was gonna buy one, but then I was like, mm, they're, they're, I could they're, buy they're a retardedly, expensive, retardedly expensive, but I could buy a but printer for this. Here's price. the thing, we can print our own soles, yeah. and you can take the soles. I'm, I'm not it's joking. You can well, buy a pair of Adidas that fit that that profile, and the CAD is available right. for the Adidas, and you can actually heat that that sole that's on the shoe up now, and take that three D printed sole. And glue it to that shoe and have your own custom. Yeah, I think the I think I mean, the it's, problem it's that we looked yeah, at was uh, I mean the issue the, the was that, that is, yeah is that they have they have they developed something the company that was working with Adidas developed something that was two part it was thermal cure mm. and it was spin dry, um, so like they they hit the curing process. Well, with UV rays as well, yeah. they hit the curing process in a few different few different angles, which made it more durable and passed the ninety thousand or the nine thousand hour uh, test, right? So, but I, but once again, if it's, buy if, some, if, so. it's your, if it's your shoe, it's a support. If yeah. it's your shoe, yeah. you can prototype your shoe. Yeah. Like I said, you you can say, well, hey, yeah, these Adidas, and I'm not trying to sell these to Adidas. Mm-hmm. I just want to make a sole that's custom for me. It's the yeah. same thing as going to the Dr. Scholl's machine and standing on there and they print out Making ins- your own inserts. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, so I'm saying like it, it's 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 the exploration part of it. If, if we're looking at it from like somebody that's new to 3D printing, mm-hmm. well, they're, they're kind of naive to, well, you know, all this going in there. Well, yeah. why? Because that's how it is. But why? You know, if if you don't fail, if Einstein hadn't, excuse me, not Einstein, if uh, Edison hadn't failed as many times as he had, then we wouldn't have the incandescent bulb. Yeah, I agree with that. Far as the filament, yeah. so I mean, I, I I think that's that's one of the things, and I think another thing for me would be, how are we going to be responsible as three D printing hobbyists or three D printing entrepreneurs with our waste? You know what? What what are we gonna do? You know that's yeah, that's not another. Everybody's making their own recycling. Not everybody's yeah. working on their own recycling. Yeah, I, th- I think that you know, in in the future, it's it's gonna have to come down to, you know, if you're a business involved in three D printing, to be a good steward to what you're doing, you have to do recycling. You have to recycle what you're doing. Um, you have to do it on premise, on your own, not ship it out to anybody. You have to do it for yourself, because I think that you know it keeps wa- it keeps waste out of the the infill, and yeah. and those going straight to the infill. Right. That that for garbage collectors, it's just not economical to try to get something that small. Little yeah. flecks you know, of plastic. Whereas mm. models got you know places that that can recycle them easy. Even there are people taking bottles down. That turn them into filaments. I mean, yeah, I mean, that's why it's like whenever if I have a, a failed print, which over the years I've over the year maybe I've a couple, had a lot, couple, a couple bags of you know just nonsense stuff that didn't work out in my favor. 
Um, that's why I keep it, just in case I build a, a, a recycling machine so I can recycle all of it myself. Or, you know, I, you know, inside my own company, I, we build one and stuff like that. We kind of get to that point of where we can recycle our own, you know, garbage. You know, to make more filament, to make to drive the prices down a little bit. However, it's not just that, but it's also just to, you know, say, hey, guess what? For every roll of filament, we create a half a roll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and then, you know, you can go to, and because the big thing is, is you want to go to, you know, when you, when you sell these things or sell parts or, you know, be a good steward... You're trying to say that, hey, guess what? The only plastic that I send into a film into a into a, into, a, into the dump, not even to the dump, into the recycling bin, is the spool holders. Even those I can reuse later. So mm-hmm. technically, I have a zero waste piece, yeah. unless it's like cardboard. Yeah. Even then, cardboard you say you throw no, you no, throw no, it into yeah. you throw it into recycling and you send it yeah. on its way. That or you incinerate it on site. And cardboard biodegradable anyway. So right, I mean, yeah. It's just, so. It's a good thing they started. A lot of spool makers started doing that instead yeah. because it's better than the plastic. Well, and, and here's here's another thing. So I've been basically three D printing roughly two weeks, and in two weeks I probably had uh, probably about ten um, prints that didn't work out. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight of them I was there to stop it, so. Some of them you create Basically, it was just a little bit of filament. And two I did, they got halfway through and failed. Yeah, they had some spaghetti. You know, uh, no. Nah, yeah, you left it, it unintended it, at any point? Or did you, I, left, I left for a few minutes and came back, and it was, it had knocked the, uh, it was the pig. Okay. Uh, that comes standard with the, uh, okay. the Ender 3 uh, Pro. Mm-hmm. And it basically was just playing ping pong with it. Yeah. Uh, so somehow it knocked it loose. Like, yeah, it, like it need a brim. Yeah. yeah. Usually a brim will fix that. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, I, I guess, you know, if the question is, you know, on printers, of if we would change yeah. anything going around the, 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 the bend, you know, yeah, I started it with, uh, with actually my old, with one of my good friends, Ender 3s, when he, when he used to live with me, um, you know, started playing with that for a little bit. You know, did some things with that and then took a break from 3D printing for a while. Um, and then jump pole hauled back into it, unwillingly. Um, unwillingly. Well, I said swiped his card unwillingly. <laughs> it's more or less like, hey, I want something fun to do. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, this you is know, cool though, and man. it's pretty much one of those unwilling to you know not have fun. But I, I'd say the uh, right now I couldn't be happier with the Ender Five that I've got. Yeah. Um, you know, I from going from an Ender Three to an Ender Five. Hell, I got what two more Ender Three in there. Ones yeah. and the pieces because being used to be cannibalized for the freaking, um, uh, for the, for the yeah. ender for the voron. Yeah. Um, but I wouldn't give it up. I think that you know it's it's the next race thing. And one thing, what I can do with that is I could do I could put a top or I could swap the top on it and turn a core XY, and then I can run two core XY printers. Yeah, it's pretty close to a core XY already. Yeah, they sell the kit. It's like less than four hundred bucks. To replace it, to rip that top off and drop a new top on it, and make it a core XY. See, and that's and it's so extremely accurate. And then when I get the boron done, that's when we'll start working on the multi-material unit yeah. for the uh, for the boron. So I guess you did have a chance to get back into it because it wasn't your printer in the first place that was kind of messing around. You got to jump in, yeah. in a good place. I started with the Ender Three Pro. Uh, that was my very first printer. Uh, I kind of got to watch the Prusa and the uh, the well, I guess because at the time my brother only had the one printer. It was the only printer that we had all together, so I only got to watch the Prusa go to work, and I was kind of the first one that got the Ender, and then he got an Ender, and then all of us started getting Enders. Don't don't get me wrong; it's a great, fantastic, uh, amazing starting point, uh, the Ender Three, and it taught me a lot about what I need to know. But going back, I would have not started with the Ender. I would have gotten the Prusa. And and the worst part about that is is I would have missed out on a lot of the tinkering that I got to do. You no tinker. I, I would have ended up not, um, I would have ended up maybe with a an ender after a while, right? But yeah. but honestly, going back, I would have threw a couple more money, a couple more hundred dollars at it. But this was before the bamboo. Mm-hmm. This is before there was another one that we looked at that was like in in, in its enclosure. It looked it's like a, a, like a triangle type. Uh, 
frame. Or is that the one that had the end mill on it? Yeah, did, it, it was. It had three. It was like switched between three different types of tool head. Yeah. Um, that was one end of mill them. laser and three. Yeah, frame. honestly, if 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 I had to choose, that and would it, be it. Yeah, one of those probably would be it. Because it's got the multi, the multifaceted. Like, well, I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking about buying an Ender to repurpose fit it into an, um, a laser engraver. Uh, however, Creality is coming out with a tool head swap. Mm-hmm. So that's something that like I want. I'm gonna be very interested in. I might buy an Ender just for a tool head swap. So yeah. it it does everything that I was gonna want to do just by swapping my my um, the hot end out. Yeah, so like. Right, where to use old gear. Right, I, I, I recycle old gear. What so I want about? a multi. I would have wanted a a unit that either did more than one thing, or was like for the Prusa. My main reason I would want to get those is is it's going to be producing consistently for much longer with with minimal um, preventive maintenance on my side. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I would have lost probably a lot of time learning. Yeah. I think if you think about it now, they have what that CR six and yeah. the, the CR series of Enders. Yeah. Um, you know, then they also have boy, the the it's the Ender they it's put, it's the the Core X Y enclosed Ender now that they came out oh, with the Ender seven Ender seven yeah I think it's Ender seven it's got yeah. a small print bed on it but you know it's not it's you know not here nor there but like Ender's making strides coming of, of doing of bringing you know new things in however they still got the pedal to the floor right they're still they're still throttling it but you know you still have to deal with everybody else yeah. And, you know, I think everybody else, we're starting to see the the resurgence of, you know, tech in the the maker space. You know, and what I mean by that is it's influencing how we build printers, how we build certain things. You got the interchangeable tool heads. You got the CAN bus stuff now. Yeah. You got the automotive industry in, involving and in, in coming into the, the 3D yeah. printer world with CAN bus, which what I'm running on the Voron. But... You know, and they can actually run it on an Ender. It's just, it's just one of those things. Yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if if it if it's we're not so like uh, relativity space is printing that rocket shell. Yeah. If it starts getting cheaper and cheaper and cheaper, I wouldn't be surprised that we're you know maybe arc laser or arc welding uh, a frame of a of a car and then sanding it down or painting it. Mm-hmm. That's it. We're already three. We're three D printing out of concrete. Freaking, um, uh, you know, homes. Yeah, and people like the and look. Of, they like the look of the la- li- um, layer lines and the concrete, so they just leave it. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's a fifty thousand dollar home. They, it's a cheap house. Now, you know, th- now here, here's the thing. I'll ask this, Ed. Since you're getting into all of this, what slicer and what slicer settings are you running? I'm still running the Prusa. <laughs> Everything's still default. Prusa slicer. Prusa, Prusa slicer. You're running cre- uh, the uh, Creality slicer. You're talking about Cura or, Cura, or Cura? Are you using Cura at all? No, I think it's the Prusa slicer. Prusa slicer. Okay. okay. Yeah, you you'd know if it was Cura Ultimaker. Yeah, it's, Maker. Prusa, yeah, yeah, it's the Prusa slicer. Okay. I have, yeah, I use that. And I haven't. Uh, like I said, like I said, I've been doing it for two weeks, so I was like, uh, Just let's play with print. It. Let's print. See what happens. And yeah. you'll you'll learn the settings soon you know. enough. Well, I mean that this. Yeah. I've had the. The two weeks to see because yeah. I wanted to see. Uh, I'm still trying to see when I get to the point where okay, it's not printing at all. Mm-hmm. I hadn't got there yet, you know. So not printing at all like it's broken, but you know you keep having failures. So yeah, you once you once you start really playing with with Bruce's slasher, you'll you'll find some yeah. things that you can play with. Um, like yeah. one of my favorite settings, I'll say this inside inside Super Slicer, which is just Bruce's slicer with a little bit on steroids. For you know, as Clipper folks, definitely on is <laughs> the fact that I can say print one piece at a time. So if it does fail, it's already printed one complete piece, and then we'll move on to the next. Mm-hmm. Print that completely, move to the next. Print that completely, move to the next. Sequential printing. Yeah, that is probably one of my favorite settings mm-hmm. in all of Super Slicer and also Bruce Slicer. It's still there too. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, that's probably something that I'm I'm looking at, like I said, because I've. Um, Basically trying to run it as long as I can to see how long the nozzles last. Yeah. Because I want to know, you know, hey, I ran this nozzle and I'm just using a brass nozzle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm only running PLA though, so I mean yeah, it's, it's not like I'm, I'm not. Not as abrasive yeah. as others. Um, but I have had a few like issues like uh, 
the material uh, strings sometimes before it starts. You know, although it does make a line and a little uh, purge line, it does before, right? It does wipe off some sometimes, but sometimes it don't. Sometimes it sticks to the nozzle, and then that affects the uh, print. Yeah, it might uh, knock the print off. That happens to uh, me, Phil. The other thing I've noticed is that the uh, I've uh, used compressed air to blow out the uh, what the gears are, mm -hmm. where we get fibers and stuff. So I keep that clean pretty good. I always look at the belts. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, for the most part, I've, I've I haven't done anything that's like overly complicated. I've done uh, a few prints that were like box type things. I've done a few bus, small bus things, but most of it's been two dimensional. Mm -hmm. So. Two-dimensional stuff is, you know, probably not that that de that demanding or probably not that To start, though. Yeah, just try, yeah. yeah, start playing with vases so, and get you to get the vase prints down. Well, like vase prints. Well, like I said, I, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, exactly. send it. I did try some things because, you know, I told you about the uh, a couple of statues I was trying to print and then it uh, failed horribly. You know, mm -hmm. like, uh, that didn't work. But I didn't use a brim, so... Maybe I'll try a brim and try it again. So and there's always there's always one print out there that is the is the ultimate like torture test, mm -hmm. you know, for a printer is the triangle on triangle. Oh man, triangle, you know, pretty much. Mm -hmm. okay. um, it's pretty brutal for your printers. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it. It's a math term, you know. It's not tetrahedron, but I think it is a tetrahedron. I mean, I guess your triangles make up the triangle itself, right. and so it, that that right there is if you want to really want to push a printer to yeah. its it's it's it, it's max is you send a good size one of those, yeah, and and just sit back and watch. Right, I guess for me it's more like Trying okay, infinity cube hey, tesseract or something. <laughs> I like this yeah. thing right here. I want to make it, you know. So like, you know, the the next thing is uh, I'm making gears because I'm gonna do some. Um, animatronic stuff. Um, I'm making gears because I want to make a few projects to see, okay, hey, this is how that works. So I, it's right now just stuff that I'm interested in. Mm -hmm. I did a few things for gifts for the family over the holidays, uh, some ornaments and uh, coasters Save and stuff like that. <laughs> I did. Well, that, and then it's it's, it's also getting, getting your uh, relatives and family interested in 3D printing. I'm like, oh, you did that? Yeah, I did that on my, on my 3D printer. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. You know, so yeah. it's it's yeah. a way to introduce that to other people too. You know, I've so had that conversation a lot yeah. over this over but, this winter. But my goal is, I want to you know uh, manufacture um, sculptures. So I want to you know come up with my own designs, do some things like that. Uh, I would like to. I was I'm not gonna say like I'm gonna build a robot. So okay. I think I'm gonna take Thor. the Thor challenge. Uh, I'm, I got a pretty uh, man. I don't know. You got. I got to finish mine first. Oh, man. I, mean, I got a pretty uh, extensive <laughs> background in electronics, so I'm I'm not afraid of electronics. Electronics be fairly simple for me. On uh, the 3D printing, we'll see. We'll see how strong that'll be. Uh, we'll see how much torque that can take. Uh, and I may not be able to use PLA, but we're gonna find out. Yeah. Oh, that's fair. I, I didn't print any of my pieces in PLA. I went straight to PETG. Because uh, well, I was like, I doubt it. <laughs> well, I'm going to find be out. interesting to see what it's like if you yeah. print on ABS. Yeah, yeah well, that's true, too. I have I'm going to say, I'm going to find out what it takes to break PLA. Now. <laughs> no. With twist and pop. 215 well, we degrees Celsius. We're going to watch it pop, then. If it's going to twist and pop, we're going to see. Yeah, oh, I've just uh, noticed that my PLA is very rigid yeah. after it after it cools down after a while. Oh yeah, I guess it's, it's nice and warm. Yeah, but now what's going with Thor is Thor is going to become Jarvis. He may start out at Thor, but Thor will be Jarvis. So Jarvis will be taking my prints off my printer. That's the goal. That'd be good. Cool. Yeah. What you put in the closure? See, he answered our door. question. That was going to be my next question. This is what like uh, <laughs> what tech are you trying to get your hands onto? You're trying to build. A robot arm, and, and the goal is to get it all, the prints off the bed. Well, I don't want to be there. Jarvis can sit and he can supervise and stop whatever needs to be stopped. Then you walk up, what, what have we got today, Jarvis? He's like, yep. well, I stopped two prints. Like, well, why? We started them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> power outage. There you go. He had some power well, outage. It's impressive. As, as long as we have a reason and we understood why we did what we did so that we can correct those things. Yeah. It's, until it's you get good. home one day and it's printed a thousand mini robots. Yeah, and they're taking over too. the house. It's good too. I said, Jarvis, Jarvis proud of you. done made 50 other robot hands. And they're like, taking, they're taking he knocked the house. them on the floor for your <laughs> hey, Jarvis, I'm proud of you. I didn't know you had it in you. 
Jarvis is taking over. <laughs> that, that re- hey, remember Jarvis. I'm your friend. Knock no, him on no, the floor, man. Brother, I made you. <laughs> Knock him on the floor, terminal Legos. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's the Battle of the Lego. Um, but, yeah, no, that's, that's, a, that's a nice goal. I mean, honestly, robot arm is something that I've wanted to do for a long time, and then it's just there's there's so many things to do. It's it's yeah. overwhelming. Yeah. So. Well, well eventually I'll hit. I'll, I'll I'll build one after I'm done. I gotta finish. You're the one that showed project. me the first one, and I was like, "That's cool. I'm gonna make that." Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, like I said, I mean, the, the goal is also to to uh, finish the uh, three hundred dollar challenge. Uh, I just have a few more parts to get, and the structure. But yeah, the goal is to do that and to see if we can make something better than Andy. Hmm. Um, I, I still have uh, plans for that. Um, but that's why I want to keep this one stopped. Yeah. So I can compare, okay, hey, this is where I started. Hey, here's all the good things. There was a, you know, great about this printer. And then I can say, well, hey, I don't like this. I don't like that. I want this. I want that. Hey, this would be better if it was this way. And I can do that. Mm-hmm. Makes you know? sense. Makes then, sense. You know, that's when you start getting all applied into a lot of the advocacy and stuff like that at 3D mm-hmm. printing, too. You know, and that's what goes into the fact that, you know, that what you were talking about, you know, recycling everything and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, it's being good stewards. You know, and the thing is, is the the one thing about, you know, when, I, when you get on that, the advocacy part, you know, the good steward part, it's, you know, increasing the awareness of 3D printing by adding to it. Yeah. Influ- influencing other tech into it, rebuilding new things, coming up with new ideas, exploring the unknown. You know, I I think we're, we've gotten to that point. You know, as as a as a as a you know as the 3D printing society grows larger and larger and larger, we're pushing the boundaries further and further and further. Mm-hmm. And I think as we add to that, you know, I think we'll we'll get someplace. You know, if we can if we can, it's like if you can reach one beginner at a time, what would you tell them? Yeah, it's, that's a tough one. I mean, is that a real question? It's a question. Yeah, I mean, so if you could, if you, if I could tell or reach one beginner, what would I say? Yeah. What would be one thing you would tell them? Don't stop trying. It's gonna fail. <laughs> like that's that's it. That's I, it. I, I would even piggyback off of that. I would say, well, you know, the whole the whole purpose of a person being a technical person or a techie or being involved in tech is you got a curiosity for why stuff do what it does. Yeah. Well, if it fail, why? There you mm-hmm. go. Always ask why. Yeah. Always learn, ask learn, that. learn. That's a good one. You know, yeah. do your research. Yeah. You know, that's that's the best thing that you know we can do is you know do your research. Yeah, you know? and if you don't do your research, then how can you like if you don't prepare for failure and success, then how exactly. will you know what to do with either? Exactly. So, you know. It's just, it's one of those things, and it's, you know, as, as we get further and further along in this, you know, we're, we're, we're happy that Ed, you know, finally welcome welcomed his, his printer to start printing, because I think he was getting lonely sitting in the corner of his office down someplace. Um, He's been he, calling he, out to Ed, Ed, hey, but, Ed, print. I think it was worth the wait, because, well, you know, he was sitting there with 9,000 rolls of filament, so. Yeah, he's, uh, he's sitting in the corner of the room, he's like, hey, guys, I bought four more. Hey. Why? You haven't even used the first one you hey, bought. I'm almost through the second one. Through the so second. if anybody out there so needs you gave extra me, filament. You gave, me, you gave me the white filament that yeah. came with the printer. Uh, you know, you had one that came with your printer that was different. Yeah. And then... Uh, I used I think this, it was uh, reality. They, yeah. they, they, they send a little bit of their but own. But I think equipment. his came with one. I don't yeah, think it came mine, with a mini spool. Mine came with the little small one. He gave me the bigger one. Yeah, but yeah. I think it's still reality. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. was. It was. Yeah. And then, uh, so I used all that. Uh, cause I had very little waste with that one. Um, I had a, You're one of the only people I know that have, have used that first spool that came with the. With I the, used the whole spool. Like, it's nothing left. I like I, literally, I still have my I, first spool. I got plenty of oh, mini spools. Like learning. here's a funny story. I forgot to tell y'all this. So I was like, I had the smart idea. It was the last little bit of filament on the spool. I'm like, I'm running all this through there. So I ran it through there. Mind you, I had never changed the filament. So it took me 30 minutes to figure out how to change the filament. <laughs> yeah, oh no yeah I was like it's stuck how, did, how am I going to get it out I tried to pull it back I was like well you know that ain't going to work you got to take the tension out uh, it's, it's stuck so then I said you know what 
what if I just try to heat it up? So I heat it up and it pulled right out. I said, there you oh, go. okay, there you go. There you go. <laughs> then I ran the other one in. I said, oh, okay. That's probably but the I, smartest I, thing you could have thought I, fig- of. I figured it out. The, like, the, the, the small things that they don't yeah. put in the notes. <laughs> That, you know, when you go to change filament, it goes, hey, dummy, heat me up first. Yeah, yeah. If you have a catastrophic fail and the printer stopped and cooled down, yeah. heat it back up. It did. Because the, the, it will fall, the, the, the filament will like yep. just pop right off. So I tell you your this chisel too. will be your friend. Yes. Here's, the, here's the other part that I, I, didn't, soldering iron. I didn't realize. <laughs> if you do not have enough filament, then your uh, gears slip. Yeah. It won't fit, even if you cut the heat off. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, I had to heat it up and pull it out. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I have to I go moved on. It, you know, you push oh, the yeah. lever. To be honest, I, I don't ever, I don't ever let the gears do the retracting for me. I pull it out every time. No, yeah. I, I didn't even try to retract it. I was yeah. trying to push it through. I was wow. trying to let it finish printing it, but it wouldn't finish printing because it was not enough material. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, there's no gear at the other end. So it like gets all the way to that, and it goes. You know, keep pushing all the way until it grabs the end of it. It just kept slipping. Well, probably so that so that that's the inherent problem, and and you're gonna you're gonna probably run into this again at some point with a single gear extruder. Mm -hmm. Is because once it once it slips once, if it pulled any filament with it, it's gonna slip forever. Yeah. Until you until you re-roll or re you got to cut the whole thing and bring a whole another spool in. Basically, I didn't. All I did was I I. I figured out if you remove the tension, heat up, you know, heat up the uh, the hot end, and then just pull it. Yeah. Then you feed. Here's the other funny part. Mm-hmm. Then I had to figure out how to get the filament back in because I like didn't want to go in. Okay. So I had to yeah get the, get it to feed in, and then once I got it to feed in, then it pushed out the other material. Yeah. But I figured it out, like I said, because I was like. Damn, I'm about to call them. I said, no, I'm not. I'm not calling them. They're not going to laugh at me. Oh, God. We would 100% would have laughed first and, t- and helped you second. We would have gotten You would have definitely got the chuckle before, the, before anything would have happened. I don't think that we went over very often. And, and it's such a small it's such a small thing with feeding the filament. You need to cut it at a 45-degree angle. Or it won't work. I didn't do any of that. Well, you could, I mean, to be honest with you, if you straighten it out, it'll go straight through. But the, the problem is, is that since it's on a spool, it's curling as yeah. it's going in, and it'll curl up and catch, so yeah. you can't push it through whatever the hole. I guess I'll just look. Cut it back till it's flat. That's what I, I, just, I, took the yeah. other, I took both of them. You know, the first one was already yeah. fed in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, the sac- so I made another mistake and got away with it. But the second one, I just fed it in. No cutting, nothing. There you go. Yeah. I mean, I, I usually cut. It, I usually cut it back. But it, flat, it so. probably will do exactly what you're yeah. saying. I just mm-hmm. so happen. I think you got lucky on that rule. I think this PLA is is, well. is high quality. Yeah. I think it's a good quality. It may be Sun Lu. I have to, I have okay. to look to make sure. But it's mm-hmm. it's a good quality. Uh, um, filament. Yeah. I've had to take my. I've had no shit take my my extruder apart to be Yours able to feed it through, unscrew it, make sure yeah. it went through, put it back on. Well, I, I was going to do that with the hose, and I got to messing with the hose. I said, nah, that's going to be too hard to get back on. So I was like, nah, no thank you. <laughs> that's why they give you extra pieces, though. They give you those pieces Nah, extra. I was like, nah, break. I'm going to wait till this get get uh, hard, and then it start rubbing, and yeah. then I'll, I'll change yeah. the whole thing out. Trying to switch that on the shit yeah. on, I absolutely snapped all of that yeah. off. So, yeah, you're right. It's, it, it's, it'll, it will eventually, yeah. the, uh, the break. The heat break eventually will pass that temperature, go, and then that that will degrade, and you yeah. will have problems. Well, so the pro the problem uh, I experienced it the other day with high temperatures and and the normal Bowden tube that's not Capricorn is that it, it if it's not since you're you're doing just standard Bowden tube and you're not direct uh, direct feeding or direct drive with your um, extruder, mm-hmm. there's going to be a bit of plastic, a bit of Bowden tube in there, and no matter what you're heating it well. If you're doing ABS or uh, ASA, you're heating the 250, 260. You're maxing that thing out. It's gonna it's gonna burn that Bowden tube, and and not to say that the Bowden tube is going to catch fire because it, it won't. It's, it's just gonna, gonna melt. Yeah. But it's gonna it's gonna melt and it's going to ruin your radius. Mm-hmm. So I had to the first time that I had started experiencing problems with ABS printing with the with the the Bowden tube that got stock. I had to take the Bowden tube off, snip like 
two to three millimeters of the end off and put it back in, work like a charm. Eventually, I got the Capricorn tubing, which is just mm-hmm. higher quality, higher temp mm. rated. I haven't experienced the same issue. I was debating on doing that for the Voron when yeah. I do the... Um, uh, you should you should get Capricorn tubing. I got a spare roll in it. You're going to print at a high temperature. It's it's It degrades less. Your direct drive, though, with the Voron, yeah. so it's probably going to not be as noticeable. Well, I mean, if you're talking about the one that's inside the hot end. Oh, if it's if it goes... Yeah. Yes. Inside the hot end. Then, then yes, you'll need... You should yeah. do cap, or, or well, Capricorn tubing. I mean, one of the, So I do know two of the settings that I'm running. I know that I'm running at... Uh, 210 for the hot end and yeah. then uh, 60 on the bed. Okay. I'm running 70 on the bed for for PLA plus 215 first, first layer, 210 second layer. And, and you're running the same temperature the whole way. Yeah. Then another funny thing was, was uh, I think it was yesterday, I was, I was looking at the printer and I, I said 150 degrees. I said, when does it start doing that? I said, oh, it's the ramp up. So then I, I noticed that it did the ramp up on the hot end, one fifty. So, then it goes to two. So that's actually a stage for uh, bed leveling. So okay. it hit, goes to that temperature because it you shouldn't um, level your bed at zero degrees or room temp because you're gonna heat it and it's gonna you know, flex war. anyways. Yeah. Um, and so no matter which way it flex, it's not gonna be the same level that you just did. So. Um, what it does is it heats that temperature, mm. it does a mesh bed level, and then it starts heating back up to, it heats to the, mm, okay. the main temperature. You're, if, if you're using anything that like was sent to you from us, it's because it's like coded in there already, and so it just does it now, and instead of meshing, it just goes to 150 in bed temp, and then it goes to the, the printing temp and then bed temp. Well, I guess some of the ones that I got off of uh, Thingiverse had the same thing because... Yeah, yeah it's pretty standard. Yeah. It's yeah. Well, it's a standard thing. A lot of people use the BL-Touch, yeah. CR-Touch, um, and a lot of people... It's it's also... That's why you're getting a little bit more runoff before a purge line happens mm-hmm. is because it's um, it heats there, and the time it takes to heat from there to 210 or to whatever mm-hmm. is getting a little bit out. Yeah, it's enough to melt it. Enough, mm-hmm. enough to... To, to yeah, and that's, that's probably been the biggest thing I've battled is I don't leave until it runs that uh, purge beat and until it does the uh, first. Yeah, I usually wait first layer. Just yeah. wait for Ed, Ed in a few months as he's going to be like, I know look sent like seven prints today. <laughs> and uh, all of them work. <laughs> I'm from his phone. I'm just going to reprint that. He just comes over to us and starts showing us his phone and he's like, hey, look. And yeah. No, I, I, I've, I, I've done that. I've done that from work before. There's, 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 I'm gonna send that. I'll get that when I get home. There is a plan for something to happen, and when it happens, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah," and then that's when we're gonna talk about, you know, one of the skits we got coming up. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Three D, three D print guy. <laughs> well, three D print guy. Yeah. You yeah. Know, <laughs> we we won't call his name. No, 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 no. Don't let him know who he is. You know, but I will say this, you know, glad to have you finally, you know, printing back, you know, printing and, you know, back with us, you know, and I I think that kind of brings us to the end, you know, where we don't want to keep going too far over, but, you know, like I said before, you know, thank you, thank you, thank you, you know, we're well over a thousand listener mark now, um, you know, we're well into the we're going to well into the thousand, so we're pretty happy about that. You know, from all over the world, you know, we hope everybody had a good holiday and good New Year's. Um, you know, we'll be keep bringing you more and more content. You go back and you know, um, uh, hit the YouTube channel a little bit, you know, and make a comment on the uh, um, on a couple of the videos and let us know, you know, what you want us to know that you want us to talk about, and also about the uh, pressure chamber that you want us to do, the vacuum chamber for yeah. the in the mini in the mini printer. Let us know you want you want us to do that, and if you do, we'll go ahead and do that. And then uh, you know maybe down the road, you'll see us come out with a few you know ebooks like we let out you know yesterday like, like last week, and also maybe a couple episodes about this boron stuff we're working on. But you know, from my side, I say thank you. You know. Um, you know, go out there and you know and uh, you know share with your friends. Let them know what we're talking about. So I'll turn it over to the guys for y'all to have the parting shots. Yeah. Uh, I, 
I'll go ahead and start, and I'll, I'll give Ed the, the challenge, I guess, uh, for the rest of the week. He'll, no, he, you, can, you can come up with the challenge. Because for me, uh, I have, um, I've been kind of messing with Tinkercad, and, and it's been kind of, um, I want to say like a resurgence of like uh, passion, because I've been passionate about 3D printing for a while, but got kind of stagnated with a bit of the struggles with uh, um, kind of how quickly you can get into a CAD programming software or something like that. I think a big one of the big steps we've talked about before on this channel is how do we get, uh, you know, STEM education or three D printing and in the hands of, um, um, you know, everyone and make it more easy to understand and easier to work with. And I think Tinkercad is is definitely a stride in the right direction. Um, not only does it do well with three D prints, you can do a whole other, you know, slew of uh, models and and diagrams, and designs, and and things like that. It's pretty amazing for STEM. So. Uh, I, I just wanted to say check that out. Uh, again, I also wanted to say thank you. It's it's not every day that I, um, you know, get to, to, to show uh, my appreciation to um, to you guys. So I, I always want to make it known. Um, and, I, and I always want to say stay tuned. We've got a lot of stuff coming up, and especially with the new year starting, um, we're, we're not going to slow down. So um, stay tuned. Keep with us. And uh, I'll let Ed kind of give you guys the last few words. Uh, like I said, I appreciate uh, everybody's uh, support. Uh, uh, appreciate everybody listening to us, putting up with a couple <laughs> of guys, a couple <laughs> of crazy guys. But uh, um, I guess for, for, for myself, uh, one of the things that I'm focusing on more this year is uh, um, kind of focusing on AI. Um, been using uh, um, a couple of programs to see how it is. Uh, I'm trying to do a little bit more machine learning. Maybe I could use some of those uh, skills that I'm trying to learn to use with 3D printing. Um, like I said, I'm not so much interested in uh, modifying the uh, stock ender I have at the moment, but uh, I will be uh, making my own modifications. Uh, not necessarily what other people have done, you know, just what I feel like far as mechanical, electrical, electronic. Uh, things that I think would make it uh, more robust. I mean, maybe more even industrial. Um, so, I guess that that would be my challenge. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right, guys. Well, we All appreciate you. it. Yep. All right, y'all. Have a good one. Okay. Thank you for listening to the Tech at Lunch podcast, where we hope you learned something about tech during your break or during your lunchtime. If you did, please give us a follow to prevent missing future episodes. If you have any ideas or something you want to hear or learn about, please send us a show idea to podcast at vulcanora.com. Hope you have a good rest of the day and continue learning.